Welcome to the Prosperously You podcast, hosted by yours truly, Sydney Smith. This podcast is here to help you get out of your own damn way using mindset and manifestation. Join me each week as I dive into how you can integrate these practices into your business and life to elevate you into prosperity. We'll be chatting everything money, mindset, and manifestation so you can learn how to build the life and career you've always dreamed of. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Prosperously You podcast. I am so excited about today's guest that I have on. She was actually a web design client of mine, and through getting to know her, just absolutely loved her story of getting into entrepreneurship and seeing a problem within the industry and deciding that it was going to be up to her to change it and taking initiative and starting an incredible company called Maves Pads, which is sanitary pads. And so today we have on Oyen D. Bennett, and I will turn it over to her for a little intro. Hi, my name is Oyen D. Bennett. I'm the owner of Maves Pads. Uh, I'm here with Sydney today. Thank you for having me, Sydney. So excited to have you on. So if you just want to start by telling us a little bit about your journey into entrepreneurship, because as I mentioned in the intro, I feel like you just have a such a unique perspective on what drew you into it and would love to have you share that. Thank you. Um, my journey to Miss Pads actually started in 2019. Uh, before that, I've always wanted to uh, do business in one capacity or the other. Actually, since I was young, I've always done one business or another. And uh, when I moved to the United States, I actually went to school. I'm a pharmacist. And uh, after pharmacy school, you know, a few years into practicing as a pharmacist, I started to, you know, think about what else I should be doing on the side. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, with Maeve Spies, it actually started with my experience uh, as a woman and having used most of the sanitary pads on the market. I think um, from my story that I told you, I was at the airport one day. Uh, it was a very stressful time for me. And um, I was on my period. <laughs> and um, I had to, I was going back home to Nigeria in December of 2019. And I was on my period and I had to, it was a two day trip because I was, I had connecting flights mm-hmm. and throughout that period in the airport, I was so uncomfortable. And, um, also when I get into a flight, I'll change, um, my pad and hope that I don't, you know, stain my, uh, my trousers. And, um, it still happened that I stained my trousers and I would usually use like the longest, the biggest pads on the market. I was not comfortable at all and so while on one of those flights I took out the napkin that they gave us and then a pencil and I started writing what I would like you know uh, my pad to be like you know I had a sketch also of you know what an ideal pad should be and I told myself that when I get back to the United States uh, from you know my visit back home uh, that I would start looking into possibly creating my own pad it was a very lofty uh, <laughs> I was like what are you doing so yeah. when came back um I studied uh, Google is a very good resource I love Google yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm your best friend 
so is your best friend. You know, you can ask Google anything, you know, good or bad to let you know. Mm-hmm. So I started Googling, like, you know, how to start a sanitary pad business and things like that. So, um, and then um, there are a lot of companies in China that started popping up. So I started talking to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll send you samples. They send you a lot of samples. I started looking at, you know, what the options are and things like that. And um, after like a year and a half or so of researching and, you know, trying to figure out which company I wanted to work with, I was able to settle with one co- uh, manufacturer in China. And, um, you know, we went through the process of figuring out what we liked about one pad, what we didn't like about another, and then we just, you know, matched um, what what was good and you know, eliminated what wasn't that great. And then we were able to create Maeve's sanitary pad. So what's unique with our pads is also the fact that they are very, very thin. Um, that was very intentional because, like I said before, I didn't want the bulkiness of the pads that I was using before. Mm-hmm uh they were they're very thin also uh they give you that dry sensation um you know they have that dry feeling throughout your period so even if you're like a heavy bleeder um we made the pads so that that way they suck the liquid very quickly so Mm -hmm. they dry on your skin even while you're using them so that's very nice because that way you can stay comfortable and one of the things like one of the um actives i always put you know at the end of every note that i make about me is i want women to be confident mm-hmm. uh, in their period so um i believe that with my spots we provide that you know confidence you know like feeling sticky and wet <laughs> You can confidently handle your day even on your periods because you almost forget you're having a period because you have that you know dryness going down going on down there which is kind of like what women always have to deal with during their period yeah which I know we've talked about this but it's you know crazy that a month of your or a week of your month you're gonna be like uncomfortable and so for you to have this realization that I cannot be the only person who's feeling this way. And that's a fourth of your life, <laughs> like up to a certain age that you're feeling like not yourself, not your best, feeling like you're wearing a diaper. <laughs> for yeah. A week. Oh, yeah. I was trying to get away from that old diaper situation uh, because yeah. uh, for me, I can take some hyperprofen and kick the cramp in a way. Uh, yeah. Maybe go outside and get some sun to you know, lift my spirit up or even have friends around, eat some chocolate possibly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel better about my mood swings or whatever else is going on with me mentally. But, you know, there's still that discomfort down there, which is what I was Mm -hmm. trying to get rid of. Because I feel like, you know, we already have it too hard as women, you know, going through menstruations every month. But uh, there's a way to make it more comfortable. Sanitary pads can be better. Uh, Mm -hmm. We've had the same, you know, kinds of sanitary pads for years. And Mm -hmm. there hasn't been much of a change to it. So... Mm -hmm me you know there has to be a revolution somehow to change so that's why you know i dived into this and everybody that has used the past they've come back with the same exact words i felt so comfortable while i'm using this path oh my 
uh, they are so thin. I couldn't believe they could handle my period. I'm like, yeah, we've made sure because we, we were able to like improve the absorbency of the pads so that way, you know, they handle well. And then just making sure that, you know, the materials that we use, which are very safe, everything is like already, even the um, manufacturer that we use, they're FDA approved and all that. And we had to register with the FDA as well. So everything that we used is pretty safe, organic and all. Yeah, which I think is just so inspirational that you saw a problem and were like, I'm going to tackle this. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like most people are like, that's really annoying, but I'm not going to be the one to solve it. And so that's what I feel like has always blown me away with you, because especially because a product is obviously a lot more to take on than, you know, just like, a, like a, oh, I see a gap in the service industry. I want to, you know, start a service-based business. You're like, no, I'm going to go <laughs> find manufacturers and build the exact thing that is going to give women the confidence that we deserve. Yeah, yeah. And I've been using, like, um, I made samples, like, over a year ago, and I've been using this pads for over a year now. And I can tell you that my period days are better. Um, mm-hmm. At the point, I forgot. Because I'm a heavy bleeder myself. And I'm like, oh my God, um, as my hormones change, is that why my periods are like not that heavy? Then I was like, oh, should my pads are just better. They just yeah. <laughs> much better. That's why. Because that is like, oh, well, absolutely. Oh, another thing was, you know, before I started using Maves, um, like, I was always scared of, you know, staining my um, clothing um, because mm-hmm. I would typically bleed through my sanitary pads that I was using then. Mm-hmm. And I used like the best sanitary pads on the market and the longest all the time. I wasn't the type to say, oh no, I'm using number this today and number that today. No. I used the longest all the time. Mm-hmm. So um but I would still bleed through it and I had a lot of embarrassing moments. You know, people would be like, hey, yeah, look at your clothes or you know, they clear the chair on my behalf and I'm like no don't do that thank you but please don't do that again you know so but now it's it's i don't have problems like that again and also just my beddings um i'll use white bed sheets even on my periods now and i'm confident that with my overnight pads i would not stain because it it absorbs you know very quickly as soon as it's coming out of your body so Mm -hmm. I've had a pleasant experience for the last one year. I just, you know, take some ibuprofen, the cramps is gone, and I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. So on your journey to create Maves and, I mean, I guess anything up until now, what roadblocks have you faced starting this business? Um, and what were the things that helped you navigate those roadblocks? Yeah, thank you. So um, there were a lot of... Uh, Pleasant challenges on the way. I call them. Yeah. <laughs> I like that term, pleasant challenges. <laughs> they become pleasant now, you know, because most of them have been resolved, and you know, here we are. And um, I remember, I, I, I remember always telling myself, "You have to do it scared." You know, mm-hmm. you have to do things, you know, in fear of whatever it is that you're, you know. Like for me, I had to bootstrap everything. Mm-hmm. and I tried to get loans it wasn't like I didn't try to get loans but you know as a new business nobody kind of wants to trust you not even the people that you know that has, not even your family wants to trust you with their money <laughs> <It's fair. laughs> they don't know what will happen so yeah. 
<laughs> uh, a lot of the times, you know, I had to like pay for everything out of pocket, which was, you know, good for me because I felt like I was doing something that maybe not tangible now, but mm-hmm. I would see results in, in the future. And mm-hmm. That's the kind of person I am, you know, and I'll tell myself, okay, um, maybe that Louis Vuitton bag that you're not able to buy, just put the yeah. money was making that site, and then yeah. you'll see what happens, you know, maybe to get you like 10 Louis Vuitton later in life, let's yeah. see how that goes, <laughs> you know, so, um, so one of the challenges will be money, um, mm-hmm. But thankfully, you know, um, I'm a big saver. So a, a lot of times, you know, my paycheck, I, I save a lot of it. So mm-hmm. that helped me uh, to be able to tap into that resource and use it um, towards this. So money would be one. Uh, also just being able to find a manufacturer that I was comfortable with. So like mm-hmm. I said before, I spoke with a lot of manufacturers. Uh, and one thing I... I learned throughout the process is to make sure that you're always comfortable uh, mm-hmm. with the person you're working with. Um, with the with the manufacturer that I used eventually, very pleasant girl. Um, she was always very forthcoming, um, you know, with trying to help one way or another. And that was very helpful uh, in keeping me um, in check as well and helping me to um, keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. And, you know, write down what your goals are. I wrote down my goals. <laughs> One of them being that I want an island. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so, you gotta, like, you have to get an island now, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> so you're like any roadblock that comes up you're like i just picture myself on my island with a drink in hand <laughs> yeah i mean it helps <laughs> because giving up is the easiest thing to do you know and you know just having something that no matter how trivial you think it sounds just having something that you know you can look forward to and say okay this is why i might be doing this so an island is the fun part but also um thinking about how I would be impacting women. Mm-hmm. And also, I love, I, I'm very into women advocacy. So <laughs> just thinking about those things, you know, and how comfortable other women will feel. Like everybody that has used the pads and they've gotten back to me, it just makes me happy uh, mm-hmm. that you know, they felt more comfortable possible for the first time <laughs> yeah. their period they're like no this is so comfortable i can't believe how thin the way i forgot i was perioding and things like that so i'm very happy about that so um challenges uh with vendors <laughs> those are like different challenges but i have tenants for my business so, like i write down things that i i have to do and you know, things I cannot do. So one of the things is that I have to be respectful of everybody's time and everybody's effort. So no matter how I feel like you're not doing great, I will respectfully mm-hmm. tell you, you know, like, hey, I this is how I feel. And, you know, if, if it's... <laughs> I feel like sometimes too, I let people go for so long. <laughs> like, no, this is not going to work. So... Um, the, the, the whole process helped me to understand um, the minds of people and just you know be able to know when you know something is not working and yeah. possibly when to uh, let people go. Uh, yeah. But you know, if you're an expert, you have to be an expert. Period. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you've done a really good job in your business of 
that specifically of it seems like with manufacturers. I know you had a different um, company working on the website before we got together and with social too. Like, I feel like you know when your intuition is telling you that it's not going to be this person who's going to get me to the end goal. And how do I go out and find the right person who will bring my vision to life? Um, Absolutely. You can trust. (laughs) That I can trust. And that's very important with entrepreneurship because I can do everything myself. I always tell myself I know how things, you know, I know how to, um, I know beautiful things, period. I can say something and say, this is beautiful. How Mm -hmm. is that beautiful? I don't know. So that's where I get people involved. Like, okay, make this beautiful. (laughs) On your way to being, you know, to making it beautiful, I'll provide guidance. I know what I want. I just don't know how to get there. So um, other people's expertise, and that's what I would recommend for anybody that is, you know, trying to be an entrepreneur. Um, Always get an expert on board, you know, because you want to, you know, step out with your best foot. Um, you don't want to mess things up from the beginning. You want people like everybody that's seen the site. Like every time that I've shown the site, they they're like flawed. They're like this is a beautiful. <laughs> no, seriously, like this is a beautiful site. This is a beautiful site, and it keeps people, you know, on the sites. They want to stay. They want to navigate. You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody said, "Why didn't you just build it yourself? It's just Shopify." I say, "Yeah, but I can't build Shopify myself. I know they make it sound like you can, but it should have the matter is I'm not that technically savvy." Uh, and mm-hmm. I, you know how to lay things up to make it look right. I have, you know, I know what I want half the time. Yeah. I know what I don't want half the time. Eighty percent of the time, I get to where I'm going to, but I need someone to, you know, help me get there. Yeah, which I think is it's such a huge piece of yeah, knowing when it's time to get in the people who can really you trust to bring that vision to life versus taking it all on yourself because I feel like that also can lead to you trying to wear way too many hats. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. And you know, sometimes you might get someone on board and then you, you can you find out later that it doesn't look like this person is going to, you know, get us there. <laughs> and that's okay. We all make mistakes. It helps you to know, you know, for me that helps me to know, okay, this is what I shouldn't do in the future, you know. And because of that, I'm able to find, you know, the next best person to actually work on the project. But like I said, the tenets of my business is, you know, being respectful to everybody and just, you know, communicating and letting people know because I don't like to string people along. So I'll let you know, hey, this is the situation. And, you know, I'm turning this over to an expat and it's not going to be something I'm able to continue on uh, with you, whether I'm trusting that we can do it together and i'm looking at it like oh yeah my part i cannot fulfill as much and it will make it look bad as well so let's not continue in that direction yeah and okay so another thing we talked about previously which is i thought was so incredible when i first asked you what your perceived like limitations were because it's something i like to talk about with all my web design clients just to make sure there's nothing like in your own mind that's going to stop you. And I remember you saying like, essentially like there's nothing because if I've made it this far, then of course I can keep going. So I wanted to ask your outlook on that. And if you want to like tell people, cause I feel like that's such an innate confidence that I mean, like for me, it's not like for me and a lot of people that I've talked to, that's not like such an obvious, like, of course I can do this. So I guess what in your life, 
built you to that point where you're like, of course I can accomplish what I want. And I'm going to use all this evidence that I've gotten this far to show me that I can take it to my island. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that island. <laughs> this island is very important. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I think just life in general, if you've, you know, watched how your life has panned out, you would be able to tell yourself, hey, what can I do really? <laughs> and it doesn't mean that the challenges don't come or you don't feel like, you know, that you get into like the stump and then you can't move. Yeah, those days will come. But I've also moved continents, literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> continents. And, you know, and uh, there are a lot of people along the way that God will bring your to your path and they will help you uh on your journey and um for me when i started names like just being able to get a manufacturer uh was okay now i got a manufacturer then now what um dealing with fda is like hey how do i solve fda problem because i'm a pharmacist so i understand fda a little bit and i know it can be a little complicated i read a lot like if i'm doing research i can stay up all night and then research one topic. And um, what I realized was when those challenges, those pleasant challenges uh, come my way, um, it bothers me. (laughs) Uh, It bothers me. And all I would focus on for that week is, you know, that one problem. And I would just do everything to try to solve that problem. And Mm -hmm. when you start doing your research, you start realizing that, you know, you start having answers. Mm -hmm. And you might not have all the answers, um at once but eventually the answers will come when the time comes but what you've done is you've prepared yourself for those answers uh let's take for example the situation of me getting a warehouse for the product mm-hmm. i didn't even know this product was going to be this much and mm-hmm. you know, from the another thing is i map out my strategy from beginning to end mm-hmm. um, so i know you know what the roadblocks are going to be even before they become roadblocks not all of them but most of them and you know i give that room or the allowance for um you know other challenges that i I might not be aware of so while i was from the get-go i was looking for a warehouse Mm -hmm. and for the life of me i couldn't find a warehouse until like a month before the goods will arrive so that's how things are, but I'd been searching, you see, for years, I'd been searching, moving from one location to another, just looking for a warehouse. So just, you know, um, a lot of research, <laughs> Google is your best friend yet again. So do a lot of research, you know, um, I pray a lot. I ask God for help. Um, I, I'm not very religious. I don't go to church anymore or anything like that. <laughs> I still have a lot of connection with God because I feel like I can talk to him directly now. And mm-hmm. you know, I just stay quiet and, you know, check in. And when it gets solved, it gets solved. But like I said, again, giving up is the easiest thing you can do. So mm-hmm. just do things one day at a time. Don't overwhelm yourself. Uh, don't put too much of a timeline on anything. That's mm-hmm. not for you um, because that's just adds to the stress so mm-hmm. when I was doing this I just told myself next but I always said oh summer of this year summer of next year and I'm sure they're like summer of every year that's fine <laughs> but you know I don't put a time and when it happens it happens I'm still doing my job uh, it's not like primary income right now so I'm not mm-hmm. stressed by it 
but you know i was working on it day after day and it gave me joy to work on it and i work on different segments of it too and i was just happy doing it so Mm -hmm. yeah i i didn't think anything could stop me and when i got the goods like even dealing with customs and everything like that i was like how am i supposed to do that I remember because this whole thing started during COVID, right? And you know how shipping went up? Like it was $20,000. And I wake up worried, like, why is shipping $20,000? And then one day I was like, why am I worried about shipping $20,000? This did not used to be a problem. Yeah. (laughs) Like, why is this a problem now? So it was a, it was an interesting challenge. I I really enjoyed it. So I just, you know, do it one day at a time. What will work will work, uh, but you have to work towards what you want to. Yeah, I think that's so beautiful and that like just almost a sense of like surrendering to the timing and knowing that almost letting divine timing happen (laughs) too. Um, And because I think that's what can trip so many people up is like it has the force that comes behind like this thing that I want to manifest has to come in by X date or else I failed. And that puts so much of the, like the desperate energy around it versus like knowing that maybe it didn't happen that last summer because there was something that needed to happen in the time in between then that would make it so much better when it is ready. Yeah. 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 I mean, you have a, a, a sort of a time, but not really a time either. You're like, okay, I hope it happens at this time. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't happen at this time, then what happens then? But mm-hmm. at least you have to have moved forward um, mm-hmm. in a certain capacity to say, okay, this is how much I've done now. And I think mm-hmm. maybe it then happen some of next year. But some of next year, okay, well, this is how much I've done now and this is what I need to do then. So, yeah, yeah. there's timing without necessarily stressing yourself but you also have to be walking to moving forward yeah the big difference of like I feel like people view like surrender maybe as being like oh I'm just gonna like stop trying and it's like no (laughs) that's not what surrender is it's surrendering to the things that are out of your control but knowing the things that are are in your control you can yeah like you said like take steps forward every single day exactly exactly well put together (laughs) (laughs) so like obviously we talked a bit about your mindset um but how has mindset helped you succeed on this path and I guess what outlooks like the outlook of of course I can keep if I figured this out I can keep going and figure everything out what other outlooks have helped you um on this journey uh just you know trust in the universe um Okay, so for me, I look to a lot of people and their stories for inspiration. One person I look to, one of the biggest persons I look to is um, Jeff Bezos. I know it's weird to say that, but basically, I looked at his story and all he wanted to do was sell books online. You know, the guy wasn't even trying to be Amazon or anything. Yeah, <laughs> he sell books. You know, and um, he decided that he wasn't going to get a, a mortar and brick. Uh, store instead it's going to sell it online and what happened was it got data now what are we going to do with this data then things started to change you know <coughs> and <coughs> excuse me and here we have with um amazon you know so sometimes um you just have to trust and for me one other thing also is that when something is pressed on my heart to do i have to do it or i'll feel blocked it has yeah. 
happened. And this really bothered, like when I was in school, it really bothered a lot of my, my colleagues because if I have a question, <laughs> we are not moving forward onto that. Yeah. <laughs> Because it, it, and it's not like I was trying to like stop the class. It's just that if I don't ask it, I cannot move forward mentally. Yeah. I I'll be stopped, and if I'm stuck, that means everything that the teacher says after that, I don't even understand it. That means I didn't get anything from that lecture up, to, you know, after the point of I had that question to ask. They are very relevant questions, uh, but <laughs> I have to ask it. And you know, I heard a lot of people say she's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to ask it. So, which comes with, you know, when things are pressed on my heart too, they have to get done. It's like I'm pregnant and I have to give birth, period. Mm-hmm. And this is what happened with Maeve's. Like, it felt like I had to do it. I had to do it. it, it if I didn't do it, then I didn't know what else I would be doing. Mm-hmm. And because I was strapping it, I was like, okay, you're going to waste all this money. What if it doesn't work? And I was like, well, I'll only be this certain age. And it's okay to start over, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, was, I also told myself, like, whatever I'm spending now, uh, some people use that to, like, buy drinks. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, I was like, it's not even a big deal like that in some people's, you know, realm of richness or whatever yeah. money they have in their account. So even though it was a big deal for me, um, for I mean, what well, how would Jeff Bezos feel spending less than you know a hundred thousand dollars on some something? You know, it won't be a big deal, but for me, it's a big deal because you know I don't have that kind of money yet, anyways. Mm-hmm. But, um, so those are some of the things I would think about uh, when I'm doing uh, when I was you know trying to bring mates on the market. Uh, so just. Tell yourself, you know, if, if if it doesn't, hope that it works. You have to work at it every day to make sure it works. I, I'm, you know, troubled every day by this. Like, I wake up, okay, what else are we going to do today? You know, what else do we have to do today? And just, you know, keep uh, talking to people, trying to figure things out. But at the same time, you know, I'm telling myself, hey, um, let the universe take control. Let, let, let God, you know, have it. Whatever you cannot solve, you know, just let it go. You never know what this will turn into. And I don't know. I don't know. I'm just waking up and trying every day uh, to do what I can because I don't know. But I know, like, um, I can see, not necessarily see things, but I can feel where I'm going to. Uh, I would have a 10-year, 5-year plan and things like that. I can tell when I need to do something. I just have that in me like this is what I need to be doing now so I I know it's gonna you know get bigger it's gonna impact a lot of lives I just don't know how except for me to wake up every day and try to figure something out you know on how to move it forward yeah which is also I think such a huge piece of what people get so caught up on is the how and feeling like you need to know that from step one and it's instead allowing it I feel like you do an incredible job of allowing it to unfold Mm-hmm. day over day and like you said like you not you can never be a hundred percent sure that the thing that's on your heart is going to work out completely but you can like where would you be if you don't try it versus <laughs> if you do pursue it and that's the perfect way to say it. Well, what would I be doing unless I try it like before I went to pharmacy school I had a lot of difficulties too and I was like okay here's the thing you're either a pharmacist in five years or you're not 
mm-hmm. which one do you want to be? So I said, yeah. be a pharmacist. And, so, and I started pursuing And that was how I decided on that, you know. You're either yeah. or you're not. I'm either, you know, the owner of Maves or I'm not. And here, Maves is here today and I'm the owner of Maves. Well, in five years' time, we're either like a big deal or we're not. So how do we become a big deal? We keep working every day to become mm-hmm. a big deal. So that's where we are. Yeah, I saw this video the other day that I thought was interesting, and it was about a nurse talking about things people say they regret, you know, when they're about to pass away. And one of them was like they regret looking at the amount of time something would take and deeming it as like too much to tackle or whatever, because they were like, the time's going to pass either way in your life. Those five years are going to go by either way. So you can either at the end of the five years have pursued what you wanted and yeah, become a pharmacist or become a really successful owner of this business. Or you could, you know, oh, you, not tried. <laughs> you never know. Else, you know, but it won't be that thing. So whatever it is you want to do, you know, you just have to say hey, in this amount of years, do I want to be this or do I want to be that? And then, you know, whatever you decide, just pursue it. It doesn't matter. Just, you know, just do it. And, you know, for me too, <clears throat> I think I started having like a sense of urgency. Um, Maves helped me. And I know I talked to you about this, um, you know, in the beginning. It also helped me to have a sense of purpose, you know. Mm-hmm. And um I started listening to, and I don't do a lot of that, you know, it's just that, you know, sometimes your spirit is down, you just listen to things. And I think I listened to one of those guys and, you know, I was able to um, kind of recognize my own mortality, basically. And, you know, as soon as I did that, I was like, okay, I have to do everything very urgently now. (laughs) Yeah. Like time is just really short. So like, okay. Everything has to be urgent now. I have to do it now, or yeah. And whatever happens, you know, happens. I know I'll be taken care of one way or another. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love the. I there was a quote that I feel like really pushed me into entrepreneurship. Um, by Warren Miller that said, "If you don't do it this year, you'll be one year older when you do." Exactly. Like, so I, doing this year, so if I tell you, you're one year older. You're already doing it and moving on yeah. to the next thing. You who knows? Just do it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just do it, like Nike says, and do it, do it scared. Yeah, um, yeah, it's important. If you're not scared, something is wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's not that I, I saw. I used to have a quote that was like, "If your goals don't scare you, they're not big enough." <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so another question I have for you is, what tools have been the most helpful? to kind of recenter yourself or like come back into confidence throughout this journey? Mm, I'll tell you. Mm, that's an interesting question. <laughs> so within, in the last two months, um, you know, we got Maves and Match. And that was when we got our um, order shipped and, you know, to us and everything. And I was so excited. I had ideas. Okay, I'll go to all this gynecologist's office and, you know, drop some pads. I'll go to schools and do this and do that and do this and do that. You know, and prior to that, you know, I'm a big planner. Like, I always tell myself, first of all, I'm a procrastinator. Uh, I recognize that very early on. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. But what, I, what I'm trying to get at is if I'm going to do something in three months, I start doing it now. Yeah. 
because I don't want three months down the line and then it's like, oh, I have to rush it. No, I start yeah. on it right this minute. And then, you know, I start telling myself, okay, you have to do a little bit of this, a little bit of this, a little bit of this. And by the time three months comes along, you know, everything is done. So I already worked out, you know, all these plans and everything that I'm going to do. And within the last two months, it's as if there's just, you know, this this interest in everything. And I'm like, okay, what now what? But what I've been able to tap, the resources I've been able to tap into is my journals. So mm-hmm. like I said, I always write down, you know, things that I want to do, how I want to get there. I write things down beginning to the end. Like I'll, I'll map it out in my head and write it down, you know, mm-hmm. connect them by hours. This is the next thing and this is the next thing and this is the next thing. And I wrote down a list of reasons why I have to make maps. Mm-hmm. So um, in those times, what I've done is I've gone back to those reasons why I have to make names so that that way I can recenter myself and say, hey, this is why you did this. And then you have to keep pushing, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think because maybe I'm overwhelmed also because I've been working on like two jobs. <laughs> for yeah. that. So maybe my mind is just like, OK, now we, we're shutting down for a minute and then we know I'm just getting re-energized again. So I've been able to do that. Also, you know, I do a lot of, I don't do a lot of reading, but, you know, I read some good books. Like this book, Eat That Frog, was very helpful for me. Mm-hmm. Um, just tackling problems and things like that. Like just, you know, it, it's a problem that needs to be solved and you have to solve it. Um, I like to think of problems and solutions um, because if, if it's still a problem, then what's the point? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the solution that I personally don't like people coming to me with problems it's like okay so now what's gonna happen come with you know um yes. how solve the problem so I think of problems and solutions like okay I need to solve this problem and this is what we need to do so um and I had a business plan um, even before I reached out to manufacturers, I had a whole business plan. My business plan includes, do you know that my business plans include the, the packaging? <laughs> I remember writing, I want a fun packaging, you know, yeah. something really cute. Some, and, you know, everybody has seen my packaging. They're like, this is so beautiful because I yeah. thought about it. I was like, this is what I want from my packaging, you know. And even the, the manufacturer, I'm sure I'm, I'm very weird to them. I'm very weird because I had a whole PowerPoint <laughs> presentation for them. <laughs> hey, you knew what you wanted. <laughs> I had a whole purpose for each sector. Do it right. Because yeah. I don't want you messing it up. I don't want you coming back to me and say, oh, that's because you didn't tell us. No, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. So we, we are sure, you know, it's all written down and everything. So, yeah, for me, just it's important to write everything down. Mm-hmm. It's important to go back to what you've written down um, mm-hmm. in those, you know, down times and say, okay, this is how I was feeling when I wrote this down. And can I get back to that feeling? And most of the times you'll be able to, because you wrote it down, you know how you were feeling at the time and mm-hmm. you'll be able to um, get that energy back to, you know, keep pushing forward. It's it's not easy to be an entrepreneur. I wish I stayed, uh, you know, yeah. for someone. Uh, and I still work for people, but God, it's not easy handling all these issues yourself. But yeah. it's fun. 
It is very fulfilling. It is very, very fulfilling. I could stay up to like 3 a.m. in the morning. Panera Bread is where I go to. Like, I'll stay there the whole day and just be working on something. Yeah. And I never get tired. There's a lot of coffee in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of caffeine fuel. I have no coffee. And you can eat when you get hungry. So that's why I choose that. They should pay me now for pensions. But, <laughs> but you know, that's, that's what I'll do. I just go in and, you know, work and something there's always something to work on as an entrepreneur but it's very very fulfilling I must tell you that yeah and I think that's a a key of like going back to your having a solid why and going back to it um of yeah obviously the things you want to accomplish in your life and how it will change yours but then that deeper why for you of I want to empower women and also your impact of um being able to give back to women who are not able to go out and purchase these materials for themselves and period poverty is a huge thing that is not talked about that much and I know you've done a great job of talking about it on the site through the blog and through the impact page but really being like seeing that bigger picture of like the more I can grow this business and empower women who are buying I can then also have a percentage that's donated to people who cannot buy well, yes, that's true. And recently, we just did um, uh, you know, some givings to another um, organization that helps to distribute pads in uh, the Dallas DFW area as well. I love doing that because I feel like there, there are a lot of women, and this word always like trips with disenfranchised <laughs> women. You know, just basically. Um, Women are like a very vulnerable um, uh, population. So it's important that we always take care of women. And the fact that, you know, we have to go through that in a few days of the month of the period, like whatever is going on in your life would not stop your period, even stress. Like sometimes, yes, maybe you won't see your period for a month or two because of stress, but your body will just get used to that stress and then you start seeing your period again. So that would not stop your period from coming. And surely if the stress is not enough to, you know, block that or hormonal changes that could happen. Mm-hmm things like that so women have it very hard and you know imagine not having you know the right product for your period it's it's very annoying so for me that was that that part is very important uh, for me and that's like on a local and global scale for me as well so even though we're trying locally now to like you know tackle the problem because we're able to like give pass to some food uh pantries in that area mm-hmm. um and also just the organization recently. But I'm hoping that even though we say, oh, it's just 1% we'll give, of course we're giving so much more than that um, because, you know, there are a lot of women that, you know, need good sanitary pad products. And it doesn't just affect those women. It affects the healthcare system. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that people don't see it in that way. But it truth is, if a woman, um, maybe she, she was able to get one pad or two pads and she decides to, you know, wait at length just so that, it, you know, she she stretched it a little longer. She could have an infection from that. If she mm-hmm. has an infection, she will go to um, the hospital or the, the emergency room to, you know, get care. If she's on Medicaid, that has affected Medicaid. That has affected, you know, the spending on Medicaid. And... You know, instead, we could have just solved the problem by giving that, you know, period product. Yeah. 
And I know a lot of, you know, states now, not Texas yet, hopefully we'll get there. Uh, they are taking away the pink tax now. So mm-hmm. that, you know, and, you know, some places also, they're trying to get women to get period uh, products free of charge. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, if there are women that can afford it, maybe we should pay for it so that that way at least we can help the government too. But if there are women that cannot afford it, I believe um, that that should be provided for them free of charge, especially people in school, because some kids don't even go to school because of their period. Because yeah. sometimes you have to decide, do I want to eat or do I want to buy period products? Um, you probably want to eat before you buy period products anyway. So, And teacher people won't do it either. So um, it's important that, you know, we make this provision for women that actually do need it. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's very close to my heart, this project. And, you know, even if I don't sell, I'll still give. <laughs> I mean, we haven't so much. I've already given our funds away. It's almost like, are you going to give everything away? I will. <laughs> I will. But, you know, because that's an important aspect of being a woman. And, you know, mm-hmm. we have to help other women. Yeah, which is... So beautiful. And like I said, that that why I feel like keeps you going. Obviously, the private island keeps you going too, but <laughs> different, like the deeper, like that's so fulfilling knowing that you'll be able to give back and help others um, is a huge part. So last question for you. Um, if you could go back and tell your younger self one piece of advice, what would it be? Uh, I don't have an answer to that question yet. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like you probably want to ask me that question when I'm like 70 years old. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, just to have, don't work too hard, don't worry. There's yeah. Place and all that stuff. But, you know, I'm not there yet where I look back and tell my younger self, hey, this is why you should not even bother with and things like that. I don't have an answer to that yet because I feel like, you know, every day I still have to wake up and, you know, try to figure it out. People that say that, people that already achieved their goals and, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, don't worry. But they worked hard too, you know. Yeah. Wake up every day and you know, do something, work at something, you know. So when I'm 70, I'll be able to tell you, oh, yeah. don't even bother. Things will just work themselves out. But right now, I still have to work hard. So I have nothing to tell my younger self. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess other than just trust the process. <laughs> okay, maybe I'll say trust the process. But I've always been somebody that, you know, always just, you know, work and trust, hope for the process to work itself out. But, you know, I've been lucky. I've been very blessed in life, to be honest. So my younger self, um, I'll tell this self, uh, this present self, when I'm like 70, and tell her, you know, yeah, maybe don't worry about shipping because, uh, you know, COVID will go away and shipping will yeah. to, like, return to normal. <laughs> to return to normal would be like $20,000. Yeah. Don't let it keep you up at night. Don't <laughs> keep you up at night. Just, you know, sleep through that was shipping problems. It will be all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As far as, you know, yeah, calm down. Don't do this. Don't worry. I don't have that yet because I still yeah. have to um you know work and work and work that's fair okay so how can people stay connected with you and where can they buy your products so excited so um sydney here actually helped us to create our website (laughs) it's a website really easy to navigate very user-friendly so you can you know 
get the products on our website, which is mavespads.com. Uh, we're currently on Instagram at mavs underscore pads.com. Um, I think uh, Facebook is kind of messing us up a little bit, but we're getting there. And then also TikTok. Uh, we're on TikTok as well as mavespads uh, or mavespads, something like that. But you can check us out on this platform. Um, we are more active now on Instagram <laughs> because the other platforms we're just trying to build out. So they're yeah. like, uh, if you go there, you might not find a lot <laughs> to work yeah. with. Definitely our Instagram has like a few posts that, you know, will be helpful and just introduce people to the site. Um, but, you know, other things we're still trying to build. And uh, we're also on Amazon. Let's just get my guy. <laughs> he doesn't say that. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, so we're on Amazon and uh, we're hoping people will buy and leave us uh, good reviews, you know, like, you know, how they feel about the pads and things like that. But you can find us on Amazon and also on mixpads.com. We're trying to get into other marketplaces like Walmart, Target and all of that. Everybody that's, you know, gotten there, they know how um, it can be. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a, you know, <clears throat> it takes a few steps to get to those places. But yeah. Hopefully we'll get there sooner than we think. Yes. In no time, you'll be able to buy them in Target. (laughs) I love them to be in Target, Walmart, and all these other places. We're also trying, like, other sales channels, too. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Shopify has, like, a handshake channel for... uh, And we have them for wholesale supply, too. So if anybody's interested, you know, uh, they can reach out to me, my phone number, and... um, um, email addresses on the website. You can reach out to us on at info at mapspatch.com and you know we'll be able to reach back out to you as soon as possible. Awesome. And yeah, I will link all of um, the socials and the storefront in the uh, show notes so that you guys can just click out from wherever you're listening and hop on over and get some of Maeve's pads that are obviously so incredible the fact that you put so much love and three years of research into building the perfect pad that clearly didn't exist in the industry is just so impeccable so i am so grateful for having you on for the podcast i feel like you have again such an incredible perspective and story that i'm sure the listeners will have received so many lessons and nuggets from so thank you so much for coming on thank you so much for having me i really appreciate it amazing okay well i will be back soon with a new episode and i hope you enjoyed and if you have any questions for either me or d feel free to reach out um in the show notes